Good morning. I'm Brent Holsebus, chiropractor, coming at you from Holsebus Rockford Chiropractic. And every Monday, we have another edition of Ask the Chiropractor. And today in Ask the Chiropractor, I was asked the question, what does it take to become a chiropractor? I know someone that wants to be a chiropractor. What's it all involved? Where does it go? Well, the main reason this question came up is because we try to be a learning clinic here at Holsebus Rockford Chiropractic, meaning that we invite the high school academy program here locally to come in and have two students at a time come in and spend the morning with us. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll see what we look for in a chiropractic exam. They'll see how we take x-rays of patients and what we look for in our x-rays. And they get to see a couple of patients with us if those patients allow it. And this kind of allows them to get a general grasp of what a typical day in the life of a chiropractor is like. So they can decide whether or not this is a career they want to pursue. If they decide they want to pursue this career, at the end of the school year, we get a big coach bus and we take all these students to Palmer College of Chiropractic to spend the day. Palmer then will teach them what the classroom looks like, what anatomy labs look like, and what the student clinic looks like where they'll perform their adjustments. So let's talk about the education now of how to become a chiropractor. Well, after completing high school, I personally, I'm going to talk about Illinois here because Illinois is kind of my area of expertise compared to some of the other states. I went on to the University of Massachusetts and then I transferred to Northern Illinois University. I majored in pre-med and biology in the two different schools where I worked on classes towards my prerequisites. Palmer College has a list of classes you have to take before you get to get to enter chiropractic school. You cannot go right from high school to chiropractic college. Some states actually require you to have a bachelor's degree in order to practice in. Some states, we get your bachelor's degree at your chiropractic diploma at the same time. That's what I did here in Illinois. When I graduated Palmer, I graduated with a bachelor's of science and a doctrine of chiropractic. So I've got two degrees from Palmer College, but some people go in with their degree already. Also, chiropractic school itself, it's a really, it's kind of a popular second career. We see a lot of people that maybe went off and became a teacher or got involved in a different field, weren't really fulfilled with their career, and then decided to switch over to chiropractic. So when you go into chiropractic college after you complete your undergraduate studies, undergraduate studies are pretty much what you think they would be, you know, like the biology, the physics, the chemistry, inorganic chemistry, and then different lists. You get those from any of the chiropractic schools. And here in Rockford, we actually have a program set up where you go right from high school to Rock Valley College, complete two years at Rock Valley. Then you transfer to Palmer College and they have a small uh, undergraduate coursework you do. Then you transfer into chiropractic school. So that here in Rockford, I have we have it set up so you can go right from high school to Rock Valley to Palmer, graduate and practice in Illinois. Now, it's really important to look at what state you want to go to because different states have different requirements for the pre-chiropractic school. You know, do you have to have a bachelor's of science first? Can you have a bachelor's of science from that school? Or like, I think it's Florida that requires a bachelor's of science from a different school. So it's very important to kind of have a list of where you want to go before you start chiropractic school. And again, the school, I know I can speak for Palmer. Palmer will help you with that information before you start. So once you figure out what state you want to go to, once you figure out your prereqs, then what you'll do is you go to chiropractic school. Now, chiropractic school is at Palmer. Again, I'm going to talk about what I know. It's 10 trimesters, meaning that you take three semesters per year. So you'll do a three-month class, three-month class, kind of a three-month class, and a little bit of overlap in between. There are one-week break, one week breaks or 10-day breaks in between the trimesters, except for in July, you have a longer break, a summer break. 
So you take all these classes, and what a trimester is is that you're at chiropractic school, and you're there together. You're there as a team. Everyone's only taking one class as a one course. So it's not like there's different degrees you're going to get. Everyone's going to get the same degree. So you start with your class, and your class will help you study together, take classes together, and learn together. And it's not a very competitive school as far as the, once you're there. You know, the way we look at it is you already made the Palmer. You're already there. So now we can all graduate together. So your classmates are usually very, very helpful. Other schools, you compete for or other types of careers. You actually compete for spots. So it could be a little more competitive. Chiropractic school is very supportive, very, very lack of competitiveness once you get into the school. So with that being said, your first part of your career as an education to become a chiropractor is all about the heavy sciences, you know, the gross anatomy labs, the chemistry labs, the sciences. So the bulk of your education will be at the beginning, just a lot of sciences. And classes at Palmer, I believe, start at 7.30. They go to about 3.34. And then in the evenings, you have labs. So your first couple of years, you're just kind of there all day long, just you know, looking at books, learning from classes, doing labs and stuff like that. The second part of your education then will be learning how to do more physical stuff, like learning how to do a chiropractic adjustments, learning how to do examinations, learning how to do x-rays and stuff like that. So the second part of education gets a little more hands-on. I think a little bit more exciting. That's kind of where the fun starts. Now we're actually looking at each other and stuff like that. Now, uh, when you go to look at chiropractic schools, it's very important to look at how many classes they teach you how to adjust, since the bulk of what you do is adjust. I've heard that some schools only have one adjusting class. Palmer has seven different adjusting classes. We have two different classes on the cervical spine, toggle recoil and cervicals. We have thoracic lumbar, we have pelvic, we have motion palpation. Um, there is technique review, there's extremity classes. So we, we have many different classes on how to adjust. And that's very, very important when you're looking at your chiropractic school because that's what you're going to spend the bulk of your time doing. So then when you finish your second part of your career, their college career, then we move into the last part, the, the most fun part, and that's the clinical part. So when you're at chiropractic school, I believe you have to complete 300 adjustments through observations and actually doing chiropractic adjustments. Your first will be on your classmates and your friends and your family. That's going to be in the student clinic where you take care of each other. Then once you've shown proficiency in adjusting there, then you move on to the main clinic. And the main clinic is where you get outpatients from. This is where people from outside will come see you. This is where if you have a part-time job, you're real nice to all your coworkers. And you're hoping they all come in and see you. Or if you see me walking around campus, you'll want to grab an alumni and ask them if they can adjust you too. Because this is where you need to do a lot of your adjustments. And these adjustments are done under a professor. So there'll be a, a, a staff doctor in the clinic with you watching you do your adjustments. So you're kind of telling them what you found. You're kind of telling them what your plan is. And then they'll watch you do the adjustment and critique your adjusting skills and also make sure you find the right vertebrae. And if you struggle to get it, then the staff doctor steps in and takes care of the patient. Uh, after you complete all these requirements, you graduate. So then you graduate, you walk across the stage, you get your big diploma. But along the way, through your education, the reason the education is set up the way it is, is you have to take national boards. Now, in Illinois, there's four national boards that are required now. Um, the first one's just on the sciences. That's why your first start of your career at Palmer College is all about sciences because it matches the national board. The second part of your career at, at school is going to be more hands-on stuff, and that's what part two and part three are about. And then lastly, part four is an actual practical with the mock patients. And that's now you're in clinic seeing patients, so it lines up. 
So if you're looking at chiropractic schools, a couple of things you want to look at at different chiropractic schools is what's your board success rate? People who go there and take national boards, what's their pass-fail rate? Because if you don't pass national boards, you never graduate. You never get to actually see patients. I actually know a couple of people who never did pass the national boards. They kind of, you know, kind of skipped by school, didn't put much effort in, and they never passed the national boards. So national boards are very, very important. The bulk of what we learn for is for national boards. And now today, Palmer's actually gotten better than when I was there. And they actually have your teachers come and give you a board review that week because they're the ones that actually submit the questions for the national boards. So it's kind of fun having your actual chiropractic teachers there teaching you what you need to do for boards. And so the ones that give the questions, you know, they, they probably have a good idea what to prepare for. Uh, lastly, then um, when you look at your chiropractic school, you know, look at the techniques they teach. Look at how the board success rate is. And lastly, look at their loan default rate. What does that mean? Well, when you go to chiropractic school, you're able to take out student loans in order to pay for it. Uh, my grandfather was actually instrumental in making that program happen. Uh, but on the, back to the topic, um, you take out student loans and you have to pay these loans back. So a good way to measure a school and the success of a school is what's the loan default rate? When somebody graduates, are they able to pay their loans back? Does the school have a good job of that? Because if they're graduating successful chiropractors, then the loan default rate is really good. People are making a living and they'll pay their loans back. So make sure you look at those three things when you choose a chiropractic school. Don't just choose it on location because you're only there for a three or one third year at chiropractic school. And after that, you move on. So the things to look at at a chiropractic school. So make sure that you also, after you graduate, you pass your national boards and you want to get lessons in that state. Make sure you contact the state association to learn about what the requirements are, some of the tricks. Like I know here in Illinois, it's online now, but before it was online, we would tell everyone to make sure you mail it certified and get a receipt for it because often it would be reported lost. Uh, I even told some people to drive to Springfield and hand it to them in person so you know it got done. And also, when, you, when you're looking at this, where, what state might I go to? What state of my options are? You know, can I, can I practice in Hawaii? What's the requirements for Hawaii? Uh, someday I might want to go there. Call the Hawaii Chiropractic Association. Find out. Otherwise, go to the ICA, the International Chiropractic Association, chiropractic.org, and the ICA will walk you through everywhere because it's the International Chiropractic Association. Say, you know, I don't want to rule out pregnancy maybe one day in the Bahamas or, the, or somewhere in the Caribbean, Jamaica or something. They'll tell you what those requirements are for those areas too because, you, you know, you don't want to um, close a door until it's time to close the door, right? To keep your possibilities open. So... There's a quick answer. What does it take to become a chiropractor? Those are some of the requirements. If you're in high school now, if you know someone in high school, I would suggest that you really like your science classes and your math classes. If you're in college now and you want to do more and you're in the Rockford area, feel free to contact my office. Uh, we'd be happy to set up a, a field trip to the chiropractic school for you. Get down there and introduce them to some people. I know my friend at Palmer, Emily Danger, is always a great one to call and talk to. and She'd definitely walk you through this stuff. Other than that, I hope I answered your questions about a chiropractor. In Illinois, there is no chiropractic license. We have a medical license. It's a medical chiropractic license. We're kind of a unique state in many ways. But in Illinois, there's no chiropractic board. There's a medical board with a chiropractor on there. And so we have a medical license that limits us from the ability to perform surgeries or write prescriptions, just kind of be a chiropractor. So that's kind of our state license. Uh, make sure you check out your state license search too to see what requirements are done. 
after you become a chiropractor here in Illinois, every three years we have to renew our license. When we renew our license, we have to require 60 classroom hours and 90 soft hours, meaning research and reading books and stuff like that. So make sure you look at it, see what it takes after you graduate too, in order to maintain your license. So that's how to become a chiropractor in a nutshell. Lots of study and lots of uh, testing and, and you get your license and you keep going to school and you keep learning. So I hope that answers your question. Other than that, um, if you have any other questions you'd like to submit to us, let us know. This is a segment called Ask the Chiropractor. Ask us any question you want to ask us. A lot of people tend to see a TV advertisement or a special new special about chiropractic. They tell you afterwards to check with your family doctor before you go. I don't like that because the family doctor doesn't know what a chiropractor does. Ask a chiropractor a chiropractic question, just like you would ask a dentist a dentist question. So if you have a question or something you've always wondered about chiropractic, take a look here. Send us a message. Leave a comment below. Uh, shoot us an email, rockforddc.com, rockforddc.com. And other than that, have a great day, and we'll see you next time around. Thank you.